everyone, and welcome to Talking Tessel. This is the official podcast of the Tessel Resource Center at Concordia University. I am your host, Sivan. Today, we have a little internship story for you all. I'm joined by Yaz, who is currently in her third year of the Tessel B.Ed. program at Concordia. She had an experience while in her second internship teaching Sec 4 in a high school that I think a lot of listeners would find very relatable, especially if you're a young teacher teaching high school or CIJAP. Uh, However, I think the story is also relevant to all as it concerns how to deal with students basically questioning your position of authority in the classroom. So hi, Yaz. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining. Did I miss anything in the introduction? Anything you want to add? No, it was actually perfect. I'm in my third year. I'm subbing as well this year, which I started, which has been awesome. So I'm definitely learning a lot with that. Cool. Are you subbing in high school or is it elementary school? I am. <laughs> high school all the way for me. I, it's okay. Even mm-hmm. though stuff happens, high school all the way. That's that's <laughs> awesome. And do you, do you want to teach high school later on? Is that your goal? Uh, I do want to teach high school, but I also want to teach abroad, which mm. is like one of the reasons I went into the program because I really want to be able to travel and get experience just abroad and just do what I love wherever I am. That's amazing. Okay, this is my last question before we get to the story, but where (laughs) where abroad? Do you have any any countries in mind? I got into the program really wanting to teach in Spain. Mm -hmm. Um, I just love the culture, the language. So Spain is definitely my top one, but also Japan, because I heard there's a lot of great opportunities there. So I don't know. I still have one more year, maybe a couple to figure it out. But you know, I'm, I'm almost done. So I'm excited. That's amazing. Okay, awesome. All right, so tell us your story. So what happened in your second internship teaching in high school? So I was teaching Sec 4, as you had mentioned before, and this is a a school, um, I'm obviously not going to say the name, but a school Mm -hmm. that has a lot of sport programs. So a lot of jocks, a lot of football players, and you know, they're like, tough and know-it-all type of type of students but I went into the school really really wanting to be a really cool teacher I was super excited to teach and I presented myself as this like cool you know like I even played this game when I when I was introducing myself because I wanted to get to know them and get and they get to know me so I was like I played two truths one lie so I had added stuff like about my age I never gave my real age but I had added stuff like that just so it's fun and we get to know each other like really in a in a, in a light mood and everything so I, I played games like that and everything and you know I had going on like I was trying to stay cool trying to because you know the first two weeks of the internship it's you don't really teach you're more there to like help and you're not really there as the first teacher basically so I, I didn't really interject in anything much but as I started teaching I had like a bit more authority and everything and then I had this one student I don't remember what we were doing because students have mentioned like my height before because I'm like five two or something I'm not too tall and you know they're pretty pretty tall so we were talking and I was just checking everybody's work and then one student who was giving me attitude pretty mm. much the whole time but it was a back and forth it was like a nice but then like depending on his mood so then uh, I was asking him why he wasn't doing the work or something like that and then he goes and says um you're four years older than me so I don't think you can teach me anything and I was like oh my oh god like my head oh <laughs> my head was going all over and like because I was so surprised by what he said my initial response was give the attitude back which I'm not proud of, honestly. So I was like, 
well, I've been through four, uh, five years of high school, three years of college, and three years of university, so I'm sure I can teach you something. And, like, the guys around him, like, they were like, oh, and I was like, I went back, like, I left, and then I thought about it, I'm like, no, this is not the reaction, not the action I should be doing. I, I just don't want to lower myself to that level, you know? So I went back, I apologized, like, oh, I didn't mean to say anything like that. And then I went back home, and I really thought about it. It's not right for him to say that I am a teacher I understand I don't look as old as your actual teacher who seems to have more experience than he does I don't look as old as her but I still have knowledge and and in order for me to continue like respectful classroom environment I need to set the record straight on what is allowed and what is not allowed in the classroom so I spoke to my CT the next day she was super supportive I absolutely love her she's always been supportive so I told her, like, I think I want to make a speech about what happened because I don't think it's right. And I don't think I want to see that again. She was like, go, go for it. A hundred percent. And she even asked, do you want me to say something with you? I was like, no, you know what? In order for me to set my, you know, set my position, I need to do this by myself. So I don't know how I did it because I could take a lot of courage. So I stood in front of the class. I was like, and it was that one class. I didn't have to do that speech any other class. So mm-hmm. I was like, so, um, from now on, I don't know how I started it, but basically what I said was, from now on, I will not accept any comments about my height, about my ability to teach, anything they have said. I was like, I will not accept that from now on. And if I do hear something like that, you're out of the class. Like, I will not argue it anymore. And that same student wanted to, you know, be nice. And he was like, I think you're a great teacher. I was like, no. I was like, I do not need you to tell me that because you're not evaluating me. Madame, whatever her name was, is evaluating me and my supervisor is evaluating me. Mm-hmm. So I don't need your compliments. So that really taught me so much about how I should start off my classroom environment yeah. because I was like, okay, I'm going to be nice. I want to be that cool teacher, but I need to set the rules. And I didn't know how to do that because it was my first high school internship. Mm -hmm. So like with younger students, you write their name on the board. That's it. That's all, you know, Uh like it's a bit easier in terms of that. But high school students, you really have to draw the line somewhere. You have to set the record straight from Mm -hmm. the beginning. And you really you have to know how to handle yourself in order to be able to like handle the classroom. Totally. If that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I I definitely learned a lot with that little (laughs) comment. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I think that that's such a relatable experience. And it is so and oh, my God, like kudos to you for going in there. Because yeah, I can imagine that took a lot of courage. Like did you so that little that little speech that that you gave? Did you prepare it in advance? Like what did you do to, to prepare for that? You know what? I am the type of person don't like preparing stuff. Because mm-hmm. if I do, I will be anxious that I don't say the things I prepared. Mm. I just had an idea of what bugged me. And I just like made it up on the spot. Yeah. I, like, cause if I, re- I, I'm really the type of person, if I practice stuff over and over and I, I don't do it at the time of the presentation or whatever, mm. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get more anxious. So I just try to say what's in my heart, but also be very firm about it. Right. Which helps a lot. Did you, did you notice then afterwards a change in their behavior? Um, somewhat, mm-hmm. somewhat. I really have some students in this class that this was a really, challenging class because it was these two it was like almost all football players and they just couldn't care so honestly a few of them my five minute speech did nothing they just continued on with their day some of them like did stop but I realized that I became more strict not more strict as in more mean but more strict as in more firm with my rules Mm -hmm. as the time went on so definitely it 
it went down. Like I, I wasn't like, okay, do your work and let it go. Like I was like, do your work. You have a choice. Like we're learning about choices in the program. Mm-hmm. So I gave them choices and I let them do whatever they want with it. Right. But yeah. Right. Wow. But I think also just as a personal thing, like to go up there and to show yourself like, okay, I I can set boundaries. I can I, I can do this. I think even even if it didn't necessarily have the total effect that you would want, I think just as a personal move, that's that's a really amazing and, and strong thing to do. So what would you recommend starting off doing? Like for other B-Ed students in your position who have students who are questioning their authority like that, how should they start off? I'm not saying don't be that cool teacher. I'm saying present yourself in a, in a nice way when you start, but present your rules as well. Mm-hmm. So definitely now, now that I'm subbing, I don't think I have that sort of authority to do that because it's one class and I may never see them again. But when I, if I like do have my actual classroom, like I want to present myself as this really cool, relatable teacher. I want, I want you to come to me if there's anything, like I don't want to seem like I'm mean or unapproachable. It's not what I want because I wouldn't have wanted to have that as a teacher. So definitely be who you are, but set some rules, mm-hmm. you know, like even though in, in the beginning of the of the class, I didn't just because I didn't feel like I had the authority. I think that if I had talked to my CT about it, she would have been super supportive. I just want I would have told her just can I set some rules just for myself to make sure my transition in this class goes smoothly. Mm-hmm. Definitely be vocal about it. Uh, but don't don't stop being who you are. Just be super firm about what is accepted and not in the classroom. Yeah. So it's it's like setting those rules from the get-go. And then I think also just sticking to them. That can be mm-hmm. really, really hard. I know I struggle with that tremendously. I can tell you just a personal anecdote in, in CJEP. They waltz into the class late all the time. And eventually I was like, you cannot do that. You cannot. Like, I am closing the door and I am not opening it. And it was as as simple as that sounds, it was not it was not easy to do. And you have them like banging on the door, disrupting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're like, no. You open, and you're like, you can't come in. No, I I definitely agree because that makes me think literally of a story um that I had subbing the other day where uh-huh. I had a student who came before the bell, put his stuff, mm-hmm. then left without telling me or anything, and then he left to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then the bell had rung, and like I was taking attendance. Someone in the class was like, "Oh, everyone's here but this person," which wasn't the person that left the bathroom. But I was like, "Let me recalculate this because it doesn't seem right." So I recalculated it, and I saw wait, two people are missing. And they're like, oh, he just went to the bathroom. I'm like, no, absolutely not. Because I I couldn't just let that go. You just left without telling me. So when he came back, I waited. I took his agenda. Mm -hmm. I was like, go get a um, retard in French. I was like, go get a late. And he wasn't too happy about it. But I was like, you got to do it. Like, go because you obviously didn't tell me. And I I was thinking, I don't know, should I have done that? So I went and I messaged my other teacher friend. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this happened. Am I mean? Like, is this something I shouldn't have done? And they all were like, no, he needs to learn how to communicate. Mm -hmm. And he obviously didn't communicate this with you. Mm -hmm. So it's not your problem. You did what was right. So obviously, we're going to question our actions every now and then. We're human beings. It's normal. We're we don't want to be too mean, but we really have to learn to stand our ground. And he was actually trying to get my attention like you. He was trying to get my attention by banging his stuff when he came back. He was like banging his stuff everywhere. He was, And I was reading my book, not even paying any attention because that's what he wanted. 
And I, I wasn't going to give it to him because you're in sex for yeah. not in this. You, you need to have that maturity, you know, and mm-hmm. and I don't think they understand it till they get to a certain stage in their life. And they're like, OK, not the best reaction, but, you know, just don't give them the attention. <laughs> totally, totally. And, you know, also I, like another thing I, I was thinking as, as you're telling your story is also just that. Because as women, when you're young, you, it is really something to like, we can't like tiptoe around this. Like it is totally something yeah. to be cognizant of. You you have to stand your ground that much more. You have to, oh, yeah. I mean, even, even like dress that much more professionally. Like you just have to put that much more of an effort because already I think there's this idea that especially male students are going to, are going to try to test your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And I had my CT tell me that, mm-hmm. that they don't respect women. These students in the sec board, the, the jocks, mm-hmm. they, she told me that they really don't respect women. They, they make such homophobic comments. Oh. And I was like, absolutely not going to yeah. happen, which actually makes me think, I don't know if we have the time. I was going to um, mention something else. Yeah, go for it. We were go doing for it. This, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing this presentation about history, I think. And I was showing some slides and I don't know what her name was, but she was the first woman pilot to go over the Atlantic. Is it Amelia Earhart? Yes, uh-huh. yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and she she obviously, her the way she dressed was not as feminine as they would think, okay? Mm-hmm. Like to them, that's not feminine. Uh, and they they saw that and they're like, that's a woman? And in my head, I was like, absolutely not. So I was like, yes, that's a woman. And then I just moved on. I did not give it any attention. I was like, no, I will not give any attention to any comments like that. It is not accepted. But I didn't even try to explain it. I was like, yeah, that's a woman moving on. You know, like, I'm not going to put my attention and my time of my classroom to you because it's not worth it. So sometimes we just have to learn to just not give it the attention. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's something that just comes with experience, but knowing like when it's not worth your time to give the attention or when it merits maybe even Mm -hmm. a whole lesson, you know? Yeah. I think maybe it depends on it. If it, if it affects a student like directly in Mm -hmm. the classroom, then I would stop the class to take these students outside or or do whatever I wouldn't want to put the attention on them in front of the whole classroom but if it had an effect like if they made a homophobic comment and I knew in the classroom there are people who are who identify or who are gay or lesbian or whatever they identify if I knew that Mm -hmm. then definitely I am stopping this classroom I'm giving a, a whole lecture if if I have to I will make a presentation just about that and yeah. just about the rules that are not accepted because it is not acceptable. Yeah. So I will, that that definitely is worthy of stopping the classroom because if you don't tell them that it's wrong, they probably know it's wrong, but they just don't care. Mm-hmm. But if you don't make it aware that it's really absolutely disrespectful in the classroom, mm-hmm. they'll just continue. And that's not what I would want in my classroom. Totally. It's also just like teaching them that, right? Like that's part of our role. Mm-hmm. It's not just the, I don't know, the, the class content say that's in the curriculum, but it's also like... Mm-hmm that this is truly, truly not acceptable, right? Yeah. And some schools don't put that as a rule. Yeah. So they don't reinforce it. So they think it's a free for all, but it's not. <laughs> it's yeah. not, sadly. 
Wow. <laughs> so many, so many interesting topics came up just in that. But, um, but thank you so much for sharing those stories. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh my God, of course. And yeah, everyone, thank you so much. And also, I mean, to listeners, if this is something that you can relate to, please let us know. I mean, you can reach out. There is the Tesla Research Center Facebook page. We'd love to hear if this is something that anyone relates to. I know I do. Big time. <laughs> yeah. So yes. Badly. Yeah, truly. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was great being here. <laughs> <laughs>